Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor in the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel for our pre- and post-game shows Hour before every heat game, soon as the heat game ends. We also do Dolphins, Hurricanes. You're going to want to follow our Hurricanes crew this week, I have a feeling. Uh, so check that out. Also, David Dork's Panther show airs every Monday at 2 o'clock, his show called Odd Man Rush. Also, 5reasonsports.com. Catch the latest from Brady Hawk, who will be with us today, and others on our website without a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the 5 Reasons Sports Network. We mention this one all the time. Make sure you're playing prize picks for your daily fantasy. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. We see some of you, like you'll sign up, but you don't deposit. You actually got to deposit a little bit of money to win. That's the way you get the signing bonus. They will double. They will match whatever it is that you put in. Play the power play, the, the flex play. Of course, you can play NFL, Monday night game coming up. Uh, also NBA, NHL, and everything else. So go to prizepicks.com. Yes, it is legal in Florida can play in Florida. So put that money in uh, using the code five F I V E they'll match it for you and get started. Prizepicks.com. Use the code five. And now tonight's episode. Down to this Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I've got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. I've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. And we've got Brady Hawk with us for the entire episode and his appearances here on Five on the Floor are sponsored by our friend Eric Rubenstein. He's the attorney that you want to go to if you've got any kind of car accident, medical malpractice issue, anything related to personal injury law. He is the man. You can find him at 954-829-ERIC, E-R-I-C, not K, not like Spolstra, E-R-I-C, 954-829-ERIC, or on Instagram at I want to be your lawyer, he's a South Florida guy. He's an FSU undergrad. Don't hold that against him. Graduated magna cum laude uh, from St. Thomas University. 
He grew up in a personal injury family. He knows exactly how this thing works. He specializes again in personal injury law, including car accidents, slip and falls, medical malpractice, and more. Reach out to him at Huge Heat Fam 954 829 ERIC. That's 954 829 ERIC or on Instagram at I want to be your lawyer. So now we bring in Brady. And what we're going to talk about tonight is Jimmy Butler. And I got a little bit of news. Not that this is a big surprise. We've kind of been telegraphing this for a couple of days uh, that Jimmy Butler was going to be back soon. This is not a Bam out of bio situation. His tailbone obviously was bothering him. It kept him out before the road trip. It kept him out of the road trip. Uh, but he was working out at home. They showed some video of that yesterday. I think Will and some others uh, tweeted that out. Uh, about what what was going on with him. Um, I do know for sure that he went through a workout on Sunday morning. It went well. He passed it with flying colors. And so he essentially has been cleared to play on Monday night. Could there be a setback? Of course, but it's our assumption he is going to play. And so what we're going to talk about here is how that changes things, because it was hard to evaluate the team without Bam Adebayo when they also don't have Jimmy Butler. Um, there's just very limited in what they can do. They were able to steal one of the two games on the road trip by winning in Indiana, got blown out against a Milwaukee team without Giannis. I don't think that was particularly surprising, but now they come back with Jimmy. So actually it was in Brady. So you're the guest here tonight. I, I'll, I'll ask you um, first thing, do we anticipate that Jimmy's return means Tyler hero goes back to the bench? Yeah, definitely. Like it feels like that he is the the Jimmy Butler placeholder at this point. Like I don't see a way they would be able to move any things around. Like it feels Dwayne Dedman has given you enough that you're comfortable with him in that spot. Like he's given you great consistency on both sides of the floor. Uh, it's just more about backing up that big, but it does feel like Tyler here is going to move down to the bench, which once again, it feels like they need that. Like obviously Max Struess has given them something, gave Vincent many nights, Caleb Martin other nights, but they kind of need that at this stage. I think looking at where you move forward with Jimmy is Duncan and Kyle playing well, that one game kind of masked a lot of the things um, that are wrong without Jimmy Butler. Like they need somebody that can attack the rim. Uh, they need somebody that can operate from the mid range because obviously without Bam, that's a big thing. Um, but without Jimmy, it's an even bigger thing. Like they have Kyle setting you up on the perimeter and doing different things, but it just feels like Jimmy in that mid post that we talk about so much uh, can kind of just, organize the offense and score from those different ways. Um, and as we piggyback, just looking forward, as you guys jump in here, it just feels like an interesting thing. Looking back four games, they've been without Jimmy Butler, uh, the heat are 29th in defensive rating. And it just feels like obviously a lot of that's bam because they're going to have to deal with that over this long stretch, but it's also because of Jimmy, just because he is a big reason of what they do. Like they've had to move to a much more zone because of the guys they have, um, a lot more drop. I feel like you're going to see more switching, but Jimmy's a big reason for the success in the defensive end and 29th in defensive rating over this last four games is just not the heat. Uh, so it just feels like big picture. Jimmy coming back is going to change a lot. And like I said before, they need it over the next two weeks where there's a, you know, some iffy games mixed in there before it gets a lot easier. Yeah. I mean, to get through this last stretch, this back-to-back at Indy at Milwaukee and split it without Bam and Jimmy, like to me, that was a win. Ultimately, like when you get through that stretch, uh, there's a stat that um, an advanced statistic that the NBA put out when uh, Hassan Whiteside started popping up at the top of PER, then we realized that that was not going to be a valid statistic to quantify the very best players in the league. And the new statistic is now player impact estimate pie. 
Uh, and obviously I try to stay away from advanced metrics because that's what I do uh, when the, uh, by day. So I try to stay away from it when we do this podcast. But Jimmy Butler is third in that statistic behind only Nikola Jokic and Giannis Antetokounmpo. So uh, like, let's not underrate his impact. Come, him being back, just ultimately, like we could throw everything else out. His ability to just mismatch Hunt is going to be gigantic for this offense. And they don't have anybody that could do that these last few games. It was just they were at the mercy of running whatever sets. And then if guys got hot, then they played well. And if they didn't get hot, they lost. So getting Jimmy back, um, mismatch hunting, as I mentioned, I think it's going to be a big thing for him. And uh, Jimmy kind of had a weird November, if we're honest. I, uh, I think his net rating, he was like a negative – uh, uh, minus four and a half net rating in November in 11 games. So like I expect him to, um, to really take the offense by the horns and he, he's going to attempt probably the most field goals game over game that we've seen since Jimmy arrived in Miami. So the Jimmy thing, it's obvious because, you know, he's the best player on the team. And that's something that everybody can notice watching the game. Everybody can, see his impact but it's also like we talk about he does so many things that are important to them outside of what he's already known for right like he's obviously got the elite defense and their defensive rating has been the second worst in the league in the past four games right uh, uh he's a good rebounder for his size and they're rebounding another thing that was at you know at the top of the league before all these injuries has taken a dive as well Right. Uh, you look at their field goal percentage of the team, their net rating as a team, plus minus everything has taken just a ginormous dive in these past few games. So it's like everything is backing up just how impactful Jimmy is on the floor. And I don't know, man, like this team, like, like Brady said, it just they badly need somebody who can get to the rim. And I just I just think like without Jimmy, you're at the mercy of. Are, do you have enough threes falling? Because it really feels like, you know, like there's a lot of factors to a game, right? Like I said, they're, they're not playing great defense. They're not rebounding well. But at the end of the day, that game that they won, it's because you had all these guys who haven't been hitting shots, hitting their shots. Like what Brady said earlier, like it really masked a lot of those issues. So I just think they really need Jimmy back to uh, somebody to be their stabilizer, to take pressure off of Lowry and Hero to really be at the top of their scoring game. And uh, just so they could actually get back to winning some games, because I just don't really think they have enough. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Spo would agree, but they just don't have enough without Jimmy. Yeah, and I, th I think what we do sometimes is underrate his impact. Because, look, the only way that teams win without elite two-way players is to get crazy shooting metrics from their other guys. Like you saw it last night with Milwaukee. Now, the Heat did not come in with the requisite with the proper temperament to that game. Okay. And they deserved what they got. They deserved to get blown off the floor, but that's the way you win a game without Giannis. Like is, you know, you get crazy shooting numbers from Connaughton and others. And, you know, again, and then you get a lot of offensive rebounds like that, that kind of stuff with the extra possessions and the shots will tip it. But typically when you lose a top 15 player, and I don't think there's anybody who could argue Jimmy's not that, okay. We can have a conversation about top 10 or, or whether he belonged in the MVP conversation, you lose a top 15 player. The only way you're going to overcome that is with 
you know, <laughs> borderline, you know, outrageous shooting. I mean, that, that's, that's what does it. I mean, when you don't have LeBron, when you don't have Giannis, when you don't have, you know, I mean, they're dealing with it with the Clippers this year, but they've had time to adjust. They've got another guy in Paul George who can do a lot of the same things that Kawhi can do. Most teams, they don't have a guy who can replicate their best player. And in the Heat's case, they've got two guys they can't really replicate, and they're going to be without one for weeks, and the other one has missed time lately. And this was a terrible basketball team without Jimmy Butler last year. Now, we thought that they could be better without him in his minutes this year because they had Lowry, because they did have some additional pieces. But again, without Bam, you cannot, you simply cannot survive it. I, I think what I'm curious to see, a couple of things. One, does Jimmy, Greg, you, you seem to think he's going to be... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Extremely aggressive offensively, and, and you put it down here in the chat that his usage rate is almost 27%, which is the highest of his career, and also his field goal attempts are the highest of his career. Will he really push it that direction? Uh, because it is not his inclination to do so, okay? To, to push it even more, like to, to, to take, say, 20 to 22 field goal attempts per game, plus the free throws. And additionally, once Jimmy comes back, we have seen some flashes of aggression from Lowry. Does that now go back uh, to, to it, cause, because it can't. And that's the yeah. thing. It, they both have to go. Yeah, no, the, the interesting challenge we'll see, will be seeing them pick their spots and figuring that out. And, and to clarify uh, in 16, 17, he averaged 16 and a half field goal attempts. That was his, the highest of his career this year. He is his fifth highest at 15.3. What I'm saying is that I think throughout the next stretch while Bam is out, he's going to have to eclipse his highest field goal attempt year, which was 16, 17, just to clarify that. But yeah, the usage is there. And I think that in order for, like we talk a lot about Tyler is ready for more, but there are certain scenarios where if you ask him to 
direct traffic in an offense and make others better. That's not where he's at yet. Like the, the Tyler was flourishing because he knew exactly what he needed to do. Kyle was flourishing early in the season and this offense was flourishing because uh, everyone was, was, they were lockstep in knowing their roles. I think that Jimmy leaning into his offensive acumen is going to allow the other guys to get back to what they do best and feel comfortable in their roles. Obviously, Kyle, Tyler, they're all going to have to score more. Duncan's percentages need to get fixed. But ultimately, I think Jimmy allows those guys to get to their games. And Jimmy can be the guy who can be a little bit more flexible and still uh, perform at a high level where those other guys may not be capable of doing that at this stage. All right. When we come back from the break, I, I want to get into not just the starting lineup, which I think we all sort of assume will be Deadman, Tucker, uh, Butler, Robinson, and Lowry with Hero kind of headlining the bench that now has that kind of the you know the three two way combination, right? Which I know that the Struess and Vincent are no longer two ways, but Struess, Vincent, and and Martin, as we talked about, I don't know what the numbers look like after the last game, although although Max made up a lot at the end of the game for a lot of people, but that has been their best defensive trio. Well, not, not Strew so much, but uh, Martin and Vincent with Deadman has been their best defensive trio this season. Particularly Martin, and, honestly, Martin and Vincent with whoever you put them out with uh, has been their best defensive group. And now you're going to put Hero back in that group. So we'll talk rotational, but I also, when we come back, I want to get into the closing lineup because I, I do think we may see something a little bit different from Eric Spolstra if they get in a close game, which they have not been in a hell of a lot of them lately. Um, you know, obviously the Milwaukee game didn't turn out the way. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about two places that you can go get discounts using the code 5RSN. For all your grooming products, go to manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN. You will get 20% off everything in your store. It's not just the razors, although, of course, look at those, but they've got cologne, they got deodorant, they got plenty of other stuff there. Go to the website, manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN to get 20% off. And for your premium CBD, go to therapistpreferred.com. That's therapistpreferred.com. Premium CBD to help you sleep, to help you with recovery. They've got the sports cream. They've got the tincture. They've got the gummies and all that great stuff. Uh, so go check it out at therapistpreferred.com. You get 25% off with the code 5RSN. And at manscaped.com, you get 20% off with the code 5RSN. All right, let's take a look at the closing lineup now. We know Jimmy's going to be in it. We know Tyler's going to be in it, right? Um, we know Kyle's going to be in it most nights, although Gabe Vincent has 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 made a case for himself the way he's played in fourth quarter lately. So, Brady, I'll go to you on this. Like, do you think we're going to see a set closing lineup without Bam? Is it going to be smaller? Is he going to play Deadman down the stretch? Because that feels like something that probably is not going to happen as well as Dwayne is playing. Uh, how do you see that going? Yeah, I definitely don't think it's going to be a set closing lineup, but I do think it'll be smaller. For sure. Like it even felt like the game where Duncan had that big game, he wasn't even closing that one. And it felt like when they were edging back, we we're like, why isn't Duncan on the floor? Um, I don't expect him to be closing many of these games. Like you said, I feel like it's going to be Kyle Tyler and Jimmy is going to be the locks. Uh, I think PJ is pretty much a lock at this stage. And I'm not, would not be surprised if they go small and put like guy like Caleb on the floor at, a, at the four because they've done it. It just matters the matchup. If they have a really lengthy matchup and they're losing the rebounding battle, they may go a different. I think they can trust Deadman in those positions. Uh, but it just feels like these guys, like these two ways that you're talking about, they're playing so well defensively. You're talking about the slippage end of games defensively. Like you can use a Kayla Martin or maybe go small with a game Vincent at the two. 
and feel comfortable with it, which is kind of crazy to say, like, even if Duncan does shoot well, like you'd expect him to be on the floor when you're missing a starter, but I'm not sure that's a lock at this stage. It just feels like they can go in so many different directions. I think the question becomes with Tyler moving down to the bench, you mentioned the rotation. It just feels like they've not really wanted to go 10 many, many times. Uh, and you have four guards who you can basically use with, with Gabe, Tyler, Max, and Caleb. Uh, so I don't really know what they do there. Do they expand the 10? Do they go fully small? Uh, I just don't really know what they do there. I don't see one of those guys getting squeezed out just because all three of those guys are playing so well. Uh, so I think that's going to be an adjustment period. I think teams like Memphis who kind of use more bodies than the usual team, they can go 10, but it just seems more as they go on to these extra teams. When they play Milwaukee again on Wednesday, what, what do they kind of do at that stage? And I think that's when you're going to see them kind of try different things and you're going to see some, some awkward type of lineups that, that Spolster likes to use in these type of regular season games. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think, like, there's no reason to have a set closing lineup as – I mean, I mean, without Bam, right? Because with Bam, you already know that the guys were going to be in there who's not going to be in there. And maybe there's a question mark with Tyler or Duncan, but we, we already know where that's gone so far. But without Bam – I just think it really depends on who you're playing against. Like we saw that Spo originally was willing to play uh, KZ first uh, in the in the rotation before Omer, and then uh, again in that Pacers game went to UD before Omer, right? And it was like, okay, uh, we don't know where the trust is with the front court, but I think after seeing a little bit of him, and then we saw him again uh, in this last game, even though it didn't go well for the Heat, uh, I just think Spo is a little bit more willing to play. Uh, big and go deeper into that front front court rotation than he was before. So, like, the Grizzlies are going to start Steven Adams, so maybe that's a team where tomorrow Omer gets a lot of playing time. And then, like, again, they're going to play the Bucks again, right? So, I don't know. Like, I just think they're going to end up staying big, and then in the closing time, it's probably going to end up being that starting lineup with Deadman. Uh, I don't know. I really can't imagine it. Go, uh, imagine them going so small at the five with PJ at the five, just because the rebounding has been such an issue and they're zoning so much. I don't know. Uh, I think they really are viable both ways though. To me, I don't really feel strongly about it. I'll give you the closing lineup. Markeith Morris, whenever he's back, they'll put oh. him in next to PJ Tucker and then go with uh, Jimmy Tyler and Kyle. But no, I think right now, everyone's kind of leaned into the right call here is that they're going to just take whoever's playing best out of Max Caleb or Gabe, and they'll get plugged in maybe Dwayne Dedman at times if they need size. And this is how I'm looking at this go forward. Like if they can get to Friday, December 17th. So they got quickly here, Memphis, Milwaukee, Chicago, Cleveland, Philadelphia, that stretch has some challenges amongst it, but then, they get to close out the month with Orlando twice, Detroit twice, Indiana, and obviously Washington can be tough, but then San Antonio and Houston, two teams that are kind of down and out. I feel like they have a stretch there where they can start to tinker and figure things out and close out the year strong, but it's just this next stretch of games that's tough. So that's why I really expect Jimmy to be aggressive to just try to take a couple of these and just take them home. A couple of things here. Number one, going to be interesting to see um, how the home crowd reacts to Duncan. You know, he did have a game on the road, but he still hasn't had a game at home. Uh, so I'm, I, if he misses two or three early, does that take the life out of them a little bit? Additionally, I think we've hit the stage of the season where all the award talk is gone. I, I, I don't, you know, I think there were four, you know, people on the heat who are in contention for awards 
Bam for defensive player of the year. Not going to happen when he's missing several weeks. Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year. He may not end up playing most of his games off the bench this year. Okay, and now I'm, there's already this buzz for Montrezl. That one's Harrell. still alive. I'm telling you, Ethan. It, it, it's still alive, but I don't have a lot of faith in it. Although if you do want to bet it, you probably could still get it at betus.com using the code five, which is what we recommend. But I'm starting to see buzz for other people there. In part, I think because Tyler has you know been starting more often. So again, he's got to at least play half of his games off the bench. But I think the narrative is going to work against him. Eric Spolster for coach of the year is going to be very, very difficult uh, for that to happen. And Jimmy Butler for MVP has probably missed too much time already. I, I, I do think that with Jimmy uh, and again, with the way Curry's playing, with the way the Suns are playing, uh, with the way Durant is playing, I, I it's going to, again, Jimmy getting in the top five of that conversation, which is where I thought he was uh, before the latest injury. I don't know that that's going to happen again this year. I will say to a certain degree, it kind of takes pressure off. I, I think, you know, we're all past the point of projecting a win total for this team. And I think we've all kind of come to the conclusion, just get through this stretch, right? That Greg's talking about, get to that soft part of the schedule. Don't give away games against bad teams that you shouldn't give away the Houston's, the San Antonio's, et cetera. And just put yourself in decent enough seating that to be healthy the end of the year. I know that's sort of anticlimactic and it's not really what we should say. When we're trying to get you to listen to a daily podcast. Speak but for yourself. I'm projecting 50 victories still. We'll end it there. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to Brady. Um, our, again, thanks to our sponsors, Eric Rubenstein. I was going to make sure to get that correctly. Uh, if you need a personal injury attorney, reach out to him. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, 954-829-ERIC. Also, therapistpreferred.com, manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN. And of course, our friends over at Prize Picks and BetUS, use the code 5. Thanks, Greg, for throwing in the BetUS mention accidentally. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.